The following podcast is a member of the Pokecasters Network. Pokecasters Network, supporting Pokemon content creators, their shows, and the community of Pokemon fans. To find out more, check out pokecastersnetwork.com and find us on Twitter and Facebook. Hello and welcome back to Pokemon Adventures in the Millennium. We've returned after a double extended real life hiatus, but if everything's going to plan, you just heard an episode a few weeks ago, it's fine. Everything's fine. Mm-hmm. When we last left our heroes, they were spending the night at the home of Bobby Mask, which was a big house on the legs of a Blaziken, but was also simultaneously the old chateau. That's weird. It worked. And the garage was on the legs of a Torchic. You learned that you are part of a group of chosen many who might be able to help avert some shenanigans happening with time and space because someone is messing with things. We all have a common ancestor. Mew. <laughs> <laughs> so let's zoom in. The morning after you guys had a lovely rest at Baba Yamask's house. And now you're preparing to leave for Eterna City, where it all began. I assume Bobby Yamask is bidding us to do. Yes, she she hands you all go bags of like little snacks and lunchables. Oh, thank you. No. No. No, we <laughs> have to Rosalia. <laughs> is that right, Tex? <laughs> Well, let's load up the cart. So you load all your uh, your friends and your things into the cart, and Billy's looking pretty swole these days. Getting ready to evolve. Ponyta! <laughs> and uh, are you doing anything else, or are you guys just headed straight to Eterna City? You know what? While we're While we're on the way, why not... Just look for things hanging around on the side of the road. Yes, I would like to roll a perception check. Roll your perceivables. See if I see. See if I can find any knickknacks that are on the side of the road. Oh, I will too. That's a ten. Uh, that's an eleven. Alright, so you guys don't see much. I mean, the main thing you notice is that the whole maze that you had to fight your way through in order to get here in the first place, that has gone away. Oh, thank God. It's pretty much just a straight shot. You see a trail leading out of the more spooky area of the woods, and like even now you can see them transition back into the more hardy, greener trees. The same kind that you, uh, you saw when you came in. It's like we purified the forest with our presence. No, you just <laughs> bypassed this section of it. You've exited the skeleton zone. So I found no items. 
Oh no, you do find one. You find a cleanse tag. Ah. Huh. You actually cool. find three of them. They're just attached to some nearby trees. Does anyone want to roll a cult to see what it does? I'll roll the occult. Twenty-one. Oh yeah, so you automatically recognize these as spell tags, and you know that if you give them, like, if you hold them or your Pokemon hold them, they help to ward off evil spirits and bad omens and just wild Pokemon in general. Cool. So, there's three of them, so I guess we can each take one? Yes. No, I want two. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. One for each. Okay, let's keep on rolling then. Mosey on off. On. So, you make your way out of the Eterna Forest. You pass into the greener trees, and then the trees grow more sparse as you exit into a nice little pleasant pathway. There's a bridge going across a large pond, and there's some people fishing and some people playing on the shorelines. Is there anything you want to do here, or you want to just straight shot right into Eterna? Uh, yeah. Oh, I'm going to... Uh, groom Meteora. Golbat! Golbat, bat, bat! She wags her tongue happily. I mean, she is just a big old mouth with wings. Yes. Just a big lick. <laughs> <laughs> All mouth, head empty. <laughs> is anyone else going to do anything on the on the last stretch? You said there's a statue, right? That's in the city. In the city? Okay. You haven't gotten to the city Not yet. That's what I'm saying. Is there anything you want to do on this little area before you get into the no. city? Not really. Alright, you head into Eterna City, where everything began. It's a little bit modern, a little bit rustic. It's a little bit country, and a little bit rock and roll. <laughs> All the buildings are made of brick of the brown and redstone variety. There's some that are a bit grayer. Obviously, there's the more modern buildings like the Pokemon Center and the Pokemon Laboratory, which was actually built out of the remains of the team galactic headquarters but of course you guys knew this because that's where you would have gotten your starter pokemon if you didn't already have them when you began your journey and then yes in a little bit away in a small public park to the east you can see a large old statue kind of poking out of the tree line and also julian you're within uh, walking distance of your apartment ah sweet i actually just want to roll general education on that statue and figure out what is it? I rolled well. A 17. Alright. You know that this statue is of a Pokemon that People aren't sure ever existed, though stylistically it contains elements of the three legendary Pokemon Palkia, Dialga, and Giratina. It's very tall, and it is very old. The fact that it is in such good condition after so much time, you have kind of figured that this statue is made of some pretty tough stuff, and that's a sentiment shared by other scholars, but 
no one really wants to do core sampling on it because they don't want to break it in case something goes wrong. Yeah. I mean, fair. So it just kind of looks like all three of them mashed together? It looks a little bit like... So a Dialga has four legs, and Palkia has yep. two, but it's like if it was a centaur with a Palkia, and then the lower body was Dialga's lower body, but then Palkia coming out of the top. And then it's also got some big smoky wings and a funky headdress the way the Giratina do. Huh. Hmm. That's certainly a statue. Should I roll a cult on it, or...? It's up to you. Uh, I guess it wouldn't hurt. Watch as I, like, roll bad. Yep. <laughs> uh, so, 12. Yeah, you know the same things that Julian knows. Uh, you had the chance to look at that book way back when you started studying occult stuff, but honestly, the statue looked way too pretty and just didn't catch your interest. <laughs> okay. Didn't look spooky enough. Yeah. Hey, you guys mind if we stop by my apartment? I need to go drop and pick up some stuff. Maybe see if that place is still, like, if it's not, like, on fire and that, you know, I have to, you know, get my damage deposit back and everything. Yeah. Okay, let's do that. So we head to, uh, my, my place. Alright, you get there. The, uh, the lobby's pretty much abandoned. Yep, as usual. So, yeah, you, you, you can just head straight up. Everyone's either out and about or just chilling in their own apartments. As usual, as usual. Go upstairs. Uh, uh, do I see, see anyone in the halls? No, you don't see anybody in the halls. Oh, okay. Alright, get to the door, realize, ah, oh, crap, the key's buried at the bottom of my backpack. Dig around for a little bit. Uh, want me to roll anything for funsies? Perception. Okay. That was going to be a five and then turn into a one, <laughs> but that don't matter. Uh, that is a 13. All right. As you're digging through your pack, you glance up at the door and you see there's like splinters or something coming like out of the door on this side. Like something was trying to get out of your apartment. What the? All right. Uh, open it up. Unlock. Slowly open the door. But as soon as you turn the lock and it goes click, you hear on the other side, yep, 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 yep. And then you hear just like a noise and something launching and then doink and not doink, but stonk. And more little bits of splinters pop out as another set of uh, <laughs> damage points appears on the door. What? Hey, who's who's knocking on the door on the inside? And you swing it open, and there's a Toto dial attached to the door by his teeth. <laughs> Wait. What? Zuko? Ka -ka -ka! <laughs> and then also, like, from the distance, you hear the scrabbling of a little pause. Yep, 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 yep. And uh, rotund uh, beige and yellow Pokemon scrabbles around the corner 
and immediately starts barking at the three of you. Pokedex. Dilly-dee, dilly-dee. Yamper, the puppy Pokemon. This Pokemon is very popular as a herding dog in the Galar region. As it runs, it generates electricity from the base of its tail. Oh, it's so cute. Yamp, 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 yamper. Oh, hi, little yamper. What are you doing here? How'd you get in here? Zuko, did you let him in? Ah! Uh, and then finally you hear footsteps that sound human as uh, your sister Danielle comes around the corner. Oh, shit, you're here. What? Yeah, yeah, doofus, I'm here. I told you I was going to come visit, remember? Uh, it's been a busy couple months. Here, get in here. And I just like, <laughs> she's so much shorter than me. So I was just like, <laughs> oh, no, stop, please. Oh, you're embarrassing me in front <laughs> oh, of my new Pokemon. Ah. <laughs> Toto, attack. Oh. Yamp. And the yamper starts to try starting to climb up your leg. <laughs> But he's so, like, like stubby and, like, <laughs> he, chubby that he's, like... <laughs> he gets up to your knee <laughs> and he slides back. down. And then he climbs a bit again and he slides down. Oh, <laughs> what a cute little guy! How'd you get him? The bolt hunt at the Airy pub down the street, they had a litter. And so they're just giving the puppies off to a new home. A good home. Good new home. <laughs> oh, that's just cute. And I'd pick him up. <laughs> oh, you're just a little bundle of joy, aren't you? Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> well, I should introduce you to my friends. Put, t- put the dog back down. <laughs> this What's is a dog? Bill. That's Gabe. <laughs> what is a dog? <laughs> anyway, hi, da- Danielle. Hi, nice to meet the two of you. I'm glad you've kept my brother from dying. Yeah. It was a struggle, but we did it. Hey. That's right. (laughs) Well, whatever helps him sleep at night. I'm just glad that he hasn't been pecked to death by birds. (laughs) Hey, same goes for you. No, no, yeah, I understand. Yeah, there were a couple attempts, but actually he's been hit more by stuff like a washing machine huh that's i don't know how to respond to that i mean i understand the bird things it's a family curse i can't open the windows because there's a padov that keeps staring at me (laughs) (laughs) do we look at the window (laughs) yeah you look out the window and you do see a padov and it's stare like it's got its eye head turned to the one side the eye pressed directly against the window and it goes but in a menacing way I swear we need to just like pay off the Murkrow Mafia and then we'll get like, I don't know, protection? <laughs> How do you pay off the Murkrow Mafia? You give them nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> hey, not all birds are bad. I got this bird. And I'll pop Melody. This bird! Oh, cool. You Are you sure it's a bird? Are you sure it's not like a ditto or or some kind of robot clone? Uh, ditto! No, she's not a ditto. A ditto! No, no, you're not. You're you're not your chatot. You're a chatot! What would a ditto say that? <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, I don't know. I. It sounds like you guys have had experiences with dittos. Yeah. You ever been to a town where the entire town's been infected by dittos? <laughs> no, but I went to a house where it was entirely populated by holograms. Odd. Oh, yeah. Uh, Gabe here was dead yesterday. That was cool. <laughs> Congratulations. He looked into the back of his Shedinja. Oh, yeah. That's I, I've heard that that's a bad idea. Yeah. I feel like if whenever we bring up uh, Undertaker, he should just pop out. <laughs> Shedinja! <laughs> <laughs> it's like Misty's Golduck. Uh, no, Psyduck. Just pops out all the time. <laughs> okay, don't don't look this way, buddy. You, you look straight on at us, all right? Shedinja! And he floats backwards, and he hangs himself on the coat rack. so when'd you get in danny uh like two three days ago i think i can tell the place is a lot more messier since i left yeah sure you did just uh she turns to bell and ju and gabriel yes it's this is definitely a new mess i definitely did not find the apartment like this now, I left the place immaculate when I left. I have standards. I can't believe you learned a new word. <laughs> I can't believe you learned to be snarky. <laughs> so what about you guys? Are What are you in town for? Just fun or visiting home? Are you uh, fighting the gym? Well, we're probably going to fight the gym soon. Actually, I wouldn't mind doing that today. Anyways, we got some business to take care of. Over at the gym. You want to join us? Yeah, sure. I'll go watch. I'll go see you get your butt kicked. I'm not here to lose. All right. First and foremost, I've got a squad as ready to take on the world. I've got a big flower lady that will make you fall asleep. So come at me, bro. Wait, you got Maria with you? Yeah. Uh, she pulls out a little pokeball that's all black with gold filigree and opens it up. And this uh, child-sized flower lady with a big blossom on her head pops out. Pokedex. Diddly-dee, diddly-dee. Lilligant, the flowering Pokemon. The fragrance of the garland on its head has a relaxing effect. It withers if a trainer does not take good care of it. Sniffing the aroma calms your heart and mind. Well, hey, Maria. What did Auntie, like, let her borrow, like, she on loan to you then? For your travel? Lilligant. Yeah, she let me borrow her since I was traveling around uh, a dangerous, air quotes, dangerous region. What with all the Team Astro shenanigans happening. Oh, don't worry, we're taking care of that. <laughs> that inspires confidence, definitely. Bill, Bill, what's our current track record right now? Well, we've been doing fairly okay, what with, you know, getting all that pollution out of Cantilave City and finding them off in... On the high seas. On the high seas, yeah. In the streets. In the streets, yeah. All that sort of stuff. We've been doing okay. Oh, so, all right, hmm. then I, uh, I take it back. I guess, yeah, you, you are doing pretty good. <laughs> 
Listen, there was a point where I had a trident and I had to like get a get a fucking what what would you call uh, the anchor? Yeah, uh, the what what is it called? Delmize, Delmize, that thing. Remember that? Remember that time? Oh yeah, I yeah, the giant Delmize. Thing? Yeah, that was thing that was cool. It was sinking a whale, Lord. Okay, yeah. Uh, if mom and dad were around, I bet they'd read you the riot act, because I feel like now you're just putting yourself in dangerous places for fun. <laughs> I mean, I won't, I, like, I did it for the right reasons, but it did feel kind of cool to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like a big cool, I felt like a big man. <laughs> I mean, it's not that hard for you to feel big, Frankentine. <laughs> hey, I take pride in my size. Listen, you're probably going to end up taller than June. <laughs> oh, oh, I can't wait. I'll be so powerful. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm smarter than you, so I won't hit my head on the doorframe. <laughs> <laughs> hey! <laughs> mm-hmm. Let's see, it's probably because he hasn't been hanging out with the family lately, but now I've inceptioned him, and now he's going to do it immediately. <laughs> Anyways, it'd be do- like an athletics roll to dodge door frames. Y'all said you wanted to go fight Gardenia. Let's go fight Gardenia. I mean, I'm not. I, All right, I, let's go fight Gardenia. Okay, roll focus. Okay, that's my good stat, though. <laughs> That's a 12. Yeah, you hit your head on the door freedom on the way out. <laughs> if you listen closely, viewer, the roll was pointless. <laughs> it wasn't Conk. pointless. Ah! She, your sister was just that good at nagging you. <laughs> to be fair, I did roll a 6, a 1, a 2, and a 3. <laughs> it was destiny. You head down to the south end of town. As you do, things get a lot more pastoral as more flowers and shrubs and trees start popping up surrounding the more uh, individual homes. And you get to the gym, a great big building. It's, it's a pretty standard gym building, but again, surrounded with trees. You can see a lot of vines and ivy climbing up the sides and wrapping around it. All right, let's head on in. So you get inside, and it's basically just one big forest. Huh. Hello? And uh, you hear a voice over the intercom. Oh, hello. Are are you guys interested in participating in the gym battle? Yeah. I mean, that's kind of why we're here. All right. Uh, in that case, make your way through the woods to the center of the gym, and I will meet you there. So you guys walk through these the forest. There is a trail going through it, and eventually you reach a clearing with like a little river going around a pokeball-shaped field, and there's some benches on the side, and then if you cross the bridge, you get to the battle area, and you see Gardenia waiting for you there. You, for If you have forgotten, you already met her briefly, very briefly, when she helped you take out Karina down in Floroma Town. Hi there! Oh! Oh, hey! I recognize you guys! Hi. Howdy! I've been looking forward to you guys coming here and uh, fighting for a gym badge. And, lucky for you, as far as I can tell, there's no other trainers uh, itching for a battle today. 
So I should have time for all three of you. Cool. Sick. And, uh, young man, I assume you're uh, crossing the bridge, so you want to go first? Yes, that would be correct. All right. This is a standard Pokemon League battle, so you pick three Pokemon at the start, as will I. We will fight it out, and then whoever has none Pokemon first is the loser. Sounds good. So she uh, opens up her vest, and she grabs three Pokeballs, pulls them out, and says, All right, I'm ready. What are your three Pokemon going to be? So I choose Blaze, Meteora, and Claw. Claw. All right. Okay, Claw. We're going to go against the odds here. Oh, so who throws out out first? The gym leader is going to throw first. I'm going to start with Claw. All right. You're hmm, taking a little bit of a risk with that Krabby there. Yes, and we're going to overcome the odds. All right. Well, then, how about we start off with Grodel? And she tosses it, and a Grodel pops out. It looks a lot like Daisy, except instead of the little white flowers on the bushes, it has little yellow ones that kind of form a cup shape. Grattle! Come on, Claw! What is Claw's speed? Uh, yeah, his speed is 10. Alright, so Claw will be moving first. <laughs> I just noticed the damage base on... Krabby's move here. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You mind saying what it says? It says damage base. Fuck. 999 attack. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to start with a metal claw. That's an 11. That is going to hit. Alright, that's... Oh yeah, Metal Claw, so that'd be physical. Alright, that's a pretty solid hit. His claw gets all shiny, and he runs, and he slashes at the Grodel. Grodel! That was a good hit. But you might be playing it pretty risky with that Krabby there. So let's try and absorb. What is the uh, special evasion that Claw has? His special evasion is two. That is going to... Oh, actually, hang on. Two. Oh, no, that misses. Oh. Woo! Wow. So some like little orbs pulse out of the flowers, but Claw just kind of hunkers down and they pass right over him. All right. We're going to go with a stomp. Uh, That's a four. That. Yeah, that is going to miss. Ah. (laughs) Claw runs over. And tries to stomp on Grodel, but Grodel is slightly larger than Claw, so Grodel just kind of, like, moves aside. <laughs> Alright, well, if Absorb wasn't good enough, how about let's just go with a bite? And that is going to hit, and that's going to be doing 30 physical damage. Oof. 
Oh, yeah, no, that's 15 damage. As Grottle bites down on Claw and just swings her head back and forth and then just chucks him. Gabe's definitely playing it fast and loose with this one. All right. Next, we're going to go with a liquidation. Oh, uh, that's uh, 13. That is going to hit. And even with the resistance, as Claw like glows blue a little bit and runs and full body tackles the Grotal, Grotal wasn't expecting to be hit that hard by liquidation. Grotal! And some of the flowers get rustled and a few petals fly off. Grotal! Woo! Wow, that's a pretty powerful liquidation you got there. Hmm, let's see if we can end this quickly. Grotal, use Razor Leaf! And that is a crit fail. Whoa, shit! As Grotal tries to fling the razor leaves out, one of the bushes got dislodged by liquidation and it leans over and it gets entangled in the other one and the razor leaves just kind of like hit each other and fall to the ground. <laughs> Grotal, Grotal! All right, we're going to try Vice Grip. That's a 10. That is going to hit. And that's for 38 attack damage. Puts the clamp down on the head. And with that big old vice grip, as Claw grabs the Grotal's leg and just chucks her like she chucked him with the bite earlier. Grotal struggles back to her feet, and she's definitely in the yellow now. She might even be close to red. Man, Claw's doing way better than I thought. Yeah. All right. We we need to gain some ground back, Grotal. Use Mega Drain. And that is going to hit. That is going to be 29 special coming at you. And then doubled after special defense is applied. Ooh, that's a big one. That's 38 damage. Because Claw is in the red now. And and based on how the Grotal is looking, she is back in yellow. Okay, now or never, we've got to end this now. We're going to go in for a guillotine. Oh, that's a 77. And it misses. Ah, oh, that was a real oh. gambit there. Oh. Yeah, Claw gets all tough and goes in with a very sharp looking Claw. And Grotal just sidesteps it. Now while he's close, hit another Razor Leaf! What's Claw's physical defense? Uh, its defense is 15. That just barely misses. <gasps> oh, thank. Oh my god. Oh boy. Alright, next up we'll go with a Stomp. Yeah, got a 16. Nice. So, yeah, as Claw just barely sidesteps the Razor Leafs, he jumps up and he lands right on the Grotal's head. Donk! <laughs> Grotal! Way to go on that storm. Follow it up with a Metal Claw. Thirteen. 
That is going to hit. And with another shiny slash of the Metal Claw, Grotel is back down into the red. One more hit should take her out, but now that she's not flinched. All right, Grotel. Let's try this one more time. Razor Leaf. And that is going to hit. That does 34 physical damage. Oh, no, yeah, that knocks him out. Yeah, so the Razor Leaves finally connect. And lands on his side. Got the little spirally eyes. Clobber has fainted. Oh, that's all right. I'll I'll return him. All right, Blaze, you're next. Seals. All right, let's finish the job with a flame wheel. Fifteen. That's going to hit, and that is going to take out with the Grotel. Grotel. Nice work, Grotel. You still did pretty good. Alright, with the Sizzaplete, eh? I guess that means my next Pokemon is going to be... Lombre! Oh. Lombre! Mmm. Mm. You see a monkey duck in a sombrero. That's just a doozy. Alright, Sizzlepede. I'll, I'll need you later. Return. Go out, Meteora. Go, Bat! Nah! And Meteora's speed is... I'm high, I'm assuming. <laughs> oh yeah, it's high. It's it's at 20. Yeah, that is pretty good. Alright, well, let's try and get it on the ground level then. Quick, Lombre, use Fake Out! Fake Out is a priority move, so Lombre can still move before her. That is a 15, so that will hit. And Meteora flinches. Ah, no, but Meteora doesn't flinch because she has inner focus. Oh! <laughs> so Lombre runs up and does just a, a slap across Meteora's face, and Meteora kind of freezes with her tongue half out, and then she slowly looks at the Lombre. Ball mm, that! <laughs> uh, but she will take 20 physical damage. So minus my defense, that's it's minus 15. We're gonna open up with an air cutter. That's an eight. That is going to hit. How much damage is that? Yeah, that pretty much rips through the Lombre. Lombre! And he's already been knocked down to yellow. Oh. Oh, hell yeah. All right, Lombre, I hate to do this, but you're going to have to set up for the next round. Use Water Sport. And uh, Lombre sticks his head up and just starts spewing a fine mist of water everywhere. And you see the battlefield become noticeably wetter. Ah, I prepared for this. Meteora, defog. So Meteora flaps her wings, and as soon as that fine watery mist appeared, it gets blown away again. <laughs> Battle you of the Statmus. real smart. Well, that was pretty clever. Alright then, Lombre, let's try a bubble beam. That is going to hit, and it will be 
36 special. As Rombre fires a beam of bubbles directly at Meteora. Okay, so minus my special defense. It's minus 15. Maybe that's 21. Yeah, 21. We're going to go with another air cutter. 11. That still hits. Okay. Lombre tries to dodge out of the way, but the air cutter clips him and just sends him flying. Lombre! Kind of like a vortex. <laughs> Pretty much just pushes him out of the ring and into the woods. Gardena looks over. Oh, 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 honey, ah. shoot. Sorry about that. Return. Well, it's a good thing we were staying on this side, not that side, or else yeah. I would get hit by that thing. Yeah. <laughs> Julian, do Lombre's count as birds? You know, I've wondered about that. Because <laughs> they got the, they got like the beak. I don't know. Yeah, they're a weird duck, frog thing. All right then, looks like you've got me on my last Pokemon. But you better not get comfortable because she's a doozy. Go, cheer him! And she throws the Pokeball and out pops just this little purple blob of a flower bud. I guess Pokedex. Or not. Oh, we should have been Pokedexing this whole time. Yeah. The Lombre too. Diddly-dee, diddly-dee. Cherum, the Blossom Pokemon. It blooms during times of strong sunlight. It tries to make up for everything it endured as a bud. Okay. And yeah, it's just this little purple closed up flower. Just standing there, not really moving much. Doesn't even say its name. <laughs> it looks like it's asleep. Don't worry, she'll be getting ready to fight real soon. Gabe should probably take advantage of this. All right, eyes on the prize. We're gonna get. We're gonna win with this one. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Another air cutter. <laughs> Ugh. Oh, that's a six. Yeah. The <laughs> The Meteora tries to, she thinks there's some kind of plan going on, and so she aims where she thinks Cherim is going to be, but no, Cherim doesn't even move, and so it just flies right past it. Ah, well, <laughs> over overthinking that. Yeah. Ah, darn, that would have been a really good shot too if you managed to hit her right at the beginning, but looks like now this battle is about to get interesting. And she flicks her wrist, and you see she is wearing a bracelet with a little rainbow-colored stone on it. And suddenly you look closely and you see a little pink and yellow colored stone clasped around the stem of Cherim. Cherim, time to mega evolve! Oh no. <laughs> huh? Rainbow colored energy swirls around Cherim and then there's a burst. Cherim! And what you see, if you look at your Pokedex, the Picherum is supposed to look like this little yellow critter with pink cherry blossoms coming out of it. Yeah. But when you look in real life, you see this little bright pink little critter with flowers made of fire bursting all over its body. Uh -oh. Wait, what? And then, and then as soon as the light from the Mega Evolution fades, another light begins to enter. As you look up, this gym had a skylight the whole time, and suddenly it seems like the sun is staring directly in as this gym starts getting really hot. 
that drow? Oh. That's right. That's Mega Cherim's secret mega ability. And you know what you do with a drought, right? Cherim, you, you. use solar beam. Uh-oh. Oh. Ah. Please dodge, please dodge. That's a 13, so that is going to hit. That is 60 special, hitting at Meteora. But she's flying in poison, so it will be thirded. No, quartered after special defense is applied. So that's uh, minus 15. That's 45. Divided by 4. And then there. So that would be a 11. <laughs> <laughs> that's a little anticlimactic. Oh. Oh, yeah, type advantage. It, it hit the mouth, and it was like, ah, ah, Meteora. <sighs> Meteora looks, she looks kind of sweaty, <laughs> but she doesn't look too much worse for wear. Well, yeah, that, that didn't quite hit as hard as I wanted, but we also have chlorophyll. Cherim is now faster than Meteora. Oh, so, yeah. Cherim, hit, hit that Pokemon with a leech seed. Wait, has Gabe done anything yet? Cherim is now faster than Gabe. Cherim spins around and throws three steaming seeds that... Oh, I do have to roll accuracy for that, actually. <laughs> throws three steaming seeds that go completely past Meteora. <laughs> it's a little too fast. Oh, it's okay, sweetie. You'll get used to the speed. I know we usually don't have to Mega Evolve you that often. Take advantage of this, Gabe. Alright, going for a Poison Fang. Yeah. 14. That is going to hit. So Meteora flies in as her fangs glow violet purple. And she goes, <laughs> bites down hard on the Cherim. Cherim! And Cherim's fire is also briefly flash purple, but then it gets burned away. <gasps> Cherim! <sighs> All right, well, it looks like our best bet is still Solar Beam. That's a 14, so that's going to hit. And yeah, with this sunlight, the beam hits Meteora once again. We're going to go with another Poison Fang. 10. So Meteora, Meteora chomps down again. Cherim! And now Cherim looks like she has gone into the red. Alright. Ah, and we've exhausted all of our solar beams too. I guess our next closest bet is gonna be Petal Dance. That is going to be 56 physical and then quartered after damage reduction. After defense. Yeah, 10 damage. And yeah, these fiery blossoms appear all around Cherim as it runs full force and just slams directly into Meteora. Cherim! This one's going to come down to the wire. Yeah. Come on, Meteora! Let's go! Come on, girl! All right. We're going to go in close for a wing attack. 
14. That is going to hit. Meteora flies directly at Cherum, and at the last minute, she turns up, and her foot reaches out, and grows longer, and wingier, and all of a sudden, Meteora is glowing bright purple as her legs get long and turn into wings. Crobat! Yeah! Meteora evolves into Crobat as Chiram gets knocked directly into the air, straight up. Oh, yes! You see a flash of rainbow-colored light as Chiram begins to fall, but Gardenia quickly runs out and catches her. Whew! Wow! What a battle! And Meteora clearly loves you a lot if she was able to evolve into Crobat right at the min last minute there. Oh, she clearly exhibited it. Crobat! And she just wraps her entire self around you with all four wings. Aww. It's a hug. She's hugging you. Oh, oh, uh. <laughs> I don't know how we're going to follow that up. Yeah. <laughs> Unless one of our Pokemon- Wouldn't it be crazy if each one of our Pokemon evolved? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, after a battle like this, I guess it's- I have no choice but to word you with the Forest Badge! Thank you. And she gives you a little badge that looks like... It's three little diamonds clumped together with green in the center and like a little- silver spike coming out from the bottom so that they, they look like a little cluster of trees. Neat. Now remember to do the victory cry. Yeah. I got a forest badge. Pokemon Adventures in the Millennium is a super fun network podcast. To stay updated on other SFN shows, follow us on Twitter at RealSFN, and follow the Pokemon Twitter at PKMN underscore Millennium. You can follow Tanner at SparkyUpstart, Lindsay at LindsayM476, Ryan at VagabondHaunted, and Duncan at CloudHeadDuncan.
Ah, what a fun and wacky Rube Goldberg sequence where one of us messed up the plan, but we still captured the crabby creature of Creepy Crag. And now it's time to reveal who's behind the mask. Kids and their dog! The Scooby-Doo Movie Review and Recap Podcast? Oh yeah, the show where I, your Hanna-Barbera talking animal Cassidy, and you, Lava, watch a Scooby-Doo movie once a month and talk about it. This was all part of its clever ploy to let people know that it can be found on Twitter, at Kids and Their Dog, or wherever you download podcasts. Ah, and they would have gotten away with it too. If it weren't for us meddling kids. 